the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, wow, I tell you, it feels so wonderful to be back, uh, to be, I, I tell you, station because stationary, because Michelle and I, over the last uh, couple of weeks, Noah, we've been on the road, New York, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, getting back. And we also had this thing called Thanksgiving going on during that same time frame. And um, I tell you, all of these things that's going on or what's going on could cause, and uh, I know a lot of people don't want it, ever heard about anything that could cause mental health issues uh, that can cause us to be, I guess, depressed, uh, that can cause us to be down, that can cause us to not want to do anything. But uh, I tell you, mentioning that, Noah, we also got the holidays, uh, the Thanksgiving holidays started this off, but we also got Everything after Thanksgiving is a holiday all the way up to January the 2nd. Yeah, it's very true. It, you know, and I'm, I'm one of those people, my girlfriend will be the first to tell you, I, I even have a hard time focusing on Christmas, JC, until December 1st, because as I see it right now, I'm still digesting the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I love Thanksgiving, you know, um, I would say the um, most challenges is going Christmas shopping, trying to figure out what everybody wants for Christmas. I'm right there and, with you, Michelle. And, but the, I like Thanksgiving. I mean, I love holidays, period. But Thanksgiving is a little bit more special to me is because it's just family and friends just gathered, just being together. Christmas is just like, it's a little different than when we were kids, you know? But it could, it's definitely, it's still special, but I find myself a little bit more stressed during Christmas. Yeah, I 100% agree because it's like, you know, you want to make sure it's not about presents, but it's nice to make sure everybody receives a little something and that everybody can gather together. And sometimes you have multiple homes, you know, Thanksgiving, sometimes that's a little bit more of smaller gathering. So you, you approach Christmas, you just kind of want it to be perfect. You know, or Christmas, funny rather. You, funny you mention that, Noah, because uh, Michelle and I are deciding on whether we're going to be in California in our California home, or whether we're going to be in uh, our Texas home. Oh. Well, well, selfishly, I nominate California. <laughs> well, well, you know what? It's really, it's really stressful going on to the airports and being <laughs> flying on a plane and getting your luggage and waiting for it for like a half hour, then some. And it's stressful traveling during the holidays. It really is. Um I don't enjoy it, but it has to be done. I, I enjoy it, Noah. Uh, the, I, I believe now that uh, the only true person that I had to shop for is my beautiful wife. And I, I, I'm going to give everybody the money. Uh, so if you listen to the show, you're getting some money. It Don't might say be that. it might be it that. might be five dollars or ten dollars or a penny. <laughs> <laughs> but you can I mean, I I I I don't enjoy being in the malls uh right now. Plus um 
I believe that uh, my family on my side, uh, they are expecting, oh, he's going to send us a gift card. A uh, gift card probably was the most created thing that ever was invented in the holidays. And, uh, you know, I'm, I might take advantage of that this year. Yeah, I have a very small list that I that I normally buy for, JC. I mean, I, I used to, which wasn't always the case. I used to buy for everyone. And, you know, physically, it's not the best thing that you can do. And it really kind of waters down the meaning, if you ask me. So most people get cards, to be honest, for me, with a sentimental message inside. And then that select, you know, very close family, very close friend group are the ones that I actually buy for on a yearly basis. And uh, I believe that that is so encouraging that we do that. But Noah, we got a guest that's on the show tonight. Uh, we call her the young doctor. I don't know if you remember uh, Desi Carson. The young doctor. 24, 25 years old. Beautiful. Oh, she's shaking her head because I can see her. Oh, I'm 27, 28. We'll take whatever we get, right, from that. But um, we're going to talk about mental health and the holidays that are coming. Uh, A a holiday that we just experienced and the upcoming holidays, how that could be very stressful stressful on... um, what we do and how we view those type of things. And Michelle, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, people, like I said, unrealistic expectations um, that are put upon others. Um, you know, everyone should experience the holidays the way they want to and not be forced to conform to other people's expectations. But uh, we're going to learn a little bit about this and the subject. Today was our wonderful guest, Desi Carson. And, and Noah, uh, as you know, as we approach the holidays, uh, sometimes that uh, more stress is uh, placed upon us uh, that we did not expect. Uh, but uh, we have to deal with it, and we have to... I think to some level, J.C., to- yeah, that's a very accurate statement. I think to some <laughs> level, everybody feels some type of additional stress. Uh, overall, across the holidays, I think Christmas is probably the number one holiday where that takes place. And some people experience more, some people experience less, but it does add to a little bit of the, you know, the challenge to get through and mentally um, be able to hold it together. That's why I think shows like this tonight are extremely important. Put that back into focus. And that's why we got the young doctor here with us. And uh, I tell you, Noah, I want to get this show started and I want to tell the listening audience before we even introduce this guest, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Michelle, can you please uh, tell our listening audience the title of the show and the purpose of tonight's show? Yes, the title of the show is "Mental Health and the Holidays." Purpose of the show is getting to know the background and profession of our guest tonight, Desi Carson. How the holidays can affect our mental health. Learn how to navigate and deal with family conflict during the holiday season. Discuss how gratitude is related to mental health management and discuss ways to decompress after the holiday season. Can you please introduce this great guest? Now, we might not be able to answer a question until we get back, but can you please introduce this great guest to our listening audience? Yes. There is no Desi without DEI. Growing up across 10 different states, she found consistency in volunteerism, such as food drives, shelters, teaching sports skills to children with special needs, anonymous suicide hotlines, and more. As a queer woman of color, she repurposed her vastly diverse life expertise by specializing in intersectional advocacy. After graduating from the University of Virginia in 2014, she spent her main career running inclusive recreational programs at UVA, Valdosta State University, and adult sports on a national level at Zog Sports. At each institution, she introduced adaptive sports as well as created grassroots DEI initiatives leading to longstanding internal changes. She's been featured in publications concerning national sales strategy and LGBT. 
LGBTQIA plus representation within the sports world. She also volunteered for the past five years as a venue director for the Special Olympics of Georgia. The It's Your Life, James Cooley Show. Welcome back, Desi Carson. Desi. Hey, welcome back to the show, Desi. You know, I'm going to only ask you one question. We're going to take a a break after I ask you and you answer this question. But Desi, why is the topic of mental health in the holidays so important to you? Uh, You got 90 seconds left before the break. (laughs) Hot seat. Uh, I'm going to say it's the most important because I think it's a sentiment that we all share. We all feel the stress going into the holidays. Like Noah said, like y'all said, uh, we also have our own backstory and experiences of the holidays that may or may not have always been positive or that we might have big expectations and might feel let down or disappointed or all the above. And then you're dealing with family or friends that maybe only experience you once a year and maybe they don't know how to navigate you. So it can be even more stressful. And I think that's why it's really important to take care of ourselves and give people the tools to help us take care of ourselves as well. Wow, Noah, you know what, man? Uh, that was a, such a great answer. Noah, can we can we break like 45 seconds early? Because I don't want to ask you another question and cut our listening audience off. I tell you, uh, we're talking about mental health during the holidays. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 1177 Again, that's 1-888-344-1177. We're going to take a station break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk to really delve off into Desi Carson. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Are you a veteran over the age of 65 or were you married to a veteran over the age of 65? If so, we want to make sure you're getting all the VA benefits you deserve. Veterans Advocacy Associates is a nonprofit organization whose sole goal is to help veterans get the benefits they've earned and deserve. They've helped thousands of veterans and their surviving spouses understand and receive VA benefits. Call them even if you have previously been denied. Call 951-296-6755 or visit myvaa.org. That's myvaa.org. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at theanswersandiego.com and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. You know, I tell you, we got this fantastic guest, Desi. Desi 
Carson, you had you heard her Lucy and Desi. We talking Desi, <laughs> Desi Carson. And I tell you, uh, this young lady, I call her the young doctor. And uh, what we're talking about tonight is mental health as it relates to the holidays. Uh, because uh, a lot of things happen during the holidays or happen before the holidays. And sometimes we are thrown off target and sometimes we have to uh, readjust and we have to refocus because uh, we have to get our mental health back. And so uh, I tell you, this young lady been on the show quite a few times. And I know I'm going to tell you, she's going to be on the show many, many, many more times because she's a young doctor. Oh, we have that other uh, young, smart Harvard professor on the show that always teaches us so much. So I think we're outwitted by two youngsters, James. Yeah, you're talking about uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Jordan. Dr. Jordan. Yes. Uh, but we also got Dr. Desi. She don't want to designate herself as a doctor yet, but... Uh, yeah, uh, if, listen to this. If you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Desi, I got to ask you this question: Why are the holidays especially hard on all of us? Sometimes, when it comes to mental health. Yeah, I think a big factor is one time of year. We've gone through the entire year, and now the year's wrapping up. We're stressed out from work. We're trying to make everything right and be a good experience for our families and friends. I mean, you have to think that a big factor is also people's like pride and ego when it comes into holidays as well. I mean, no one wants to show up to the family holiday gathering and maybe seem a little busted, right? Everyone's like, okay, I want to make sure I haven't seen these people in a year. They're going to see me again. I need to make sure everything's right and tight. Um, and because of that, there's a lot of pressure we put on ourselves. And I think sometimes we tend to forget how to be the best humans to each other because we're thinking about how we're showing up in the space and how others might be perceiving us that don't know us as well because we haven't experienced them as much in the same way throughout the year. You know, Desi, um, what's the difference between, let's say, experiencing the holiday blues? I don't even know what that means as opposed to <laughs> serious mental health challenges. I mean, in your, in your definition, what is the holiday blues and how is that different than experiencing some, you know, challenging mental health issues? So what we do know is that there are actually seasonal disorders that kick in for folks. So around this time of year, with the sunlight being less during the day, um, you know, the shorter days, we actually do have more of a propensity to feel more down, feel less energy. Um, and especially when paired with holidays that have a lot of pressure, there might have been past disappointments or things like that. Um, that can be an entire feeling that's considered a holiday blue. And then if you add on someone that has a mental illness or mental disorder, it just exacerbates all the type of symptoms that you can have during that time. Um, and along with that increased pressure that I kind of mentioned on, you don't want to have it come out that maybe you're not feeling so great. So then it tends to be harder to contain and then it just creates all this chaos in someone's mind and then their symptoms are exacerbated anyway. Can you tell us about some of the triggers and how we can look out for them? Yeah, I think family situations, especially if someone's had, let's say, a, a rougher upbringing or difficult relationships or specific difficult relationships within their family, anything that that, let's say, person does or people do can lead to some quite negative feelings or maybe rehashing old fights or old crises that happened. Um, when you interact with folks, that you haven't spent a lot of time with, um, let's say in the past year, they're usually basing their interpretation of you off of like what they saw last year or maybe what they saw the last holiday. They might say some really ignorant stuff to you. <laughs> so that can be a trigger in itself. Um, and that can be uncomfortable. And, and the last thing I'll mention is also the expectations around the holidays. Like some people can feel like I'm supposed to feel a super warm, fluffy, fuzzy feeling. And I don't. And now that makes me really upset and sad because I don't have that feeling. And that can be triggering in itself and create a sense of loss or grief. And that's not even counting things that could have happened in previous holidays for that particular person. 
Hey, Desi, producer Noah here. And I know we're headed into the holidays, mm. and so sometimes it's kind of the timing of everything with maybe things that have happened, events in our life that you know trigger certain things. But why is wintertime in general much harder on our mental health than other parts of the year? Yeah, well, like I mentioned, the sunlight is actually a huge factor. And it might seem like a super subtle thing that doesn't really matter, but seasonal affective disorder is real and something that affects every single person. Um, I also want to throw in that the wintertime usually means the culmination of everything that we've done during the year. Um, it usually means a time of like reflection on the past year, and that can lead to some negative self-thoughts on what did I do with my year? What what did I do with my life this year? Um, it can be a reminder of, let's say, financial trouble. If you want to buy a bunch of people's gifts and you just can't, um, or you want to show your love or affection to someone and you feel like, you can't for some reason, or you can't um, go visit someone for any reason. So there's a lot of different uh, holidays within the wintertime, sunlight that can affect it, but also life things that can all feel like there's a lot more pressure around this time as well. And then also, you know, are there some conditions that are affected by the holiday season, you know, more than others, you know, just maybe it's just a little extra sensitive. Yeah, so anyone that has depressive symptoms um, or mood disorders are much more likely to feel uh, very exacerbated symptoms during this time because you're already taking a hit on your serotonin and other neurotransmitters that do make you feel happy and good. Um, and with any type of mood disorder, uh, it's very easy to get in a swing or, or have a change in your mood because of certain stimuli, because of pressures and stressors. And you think about a high stressor season, then that's going to drastically affect someone that already has these sort of pre-existing conditions in a strong way, because there's more to be upset about, if that makes sense. You know, Desi, you know, it's always said that before you go around a group of people, if you're not feeling your best, if you're in a bad mood, you don't want to bring other people down. Why is it important for your mental health to carefully watch your mood during the holiday season? You know, to that phrase, which, you know, even you saying it made me kind of like tense up a little bit because I think that people should be able to be their fullest selves regardless of mood around whoever they want to be around and especially their loved ones and be able to show up in that space. And I say that it's important to watch your mood also for the fact of like how other people are going to address or um, navigate around you and your mood. If it's not a safe space, if you know that your mood and someone's just going to not take care of your feelings and kind of dismiss you and make you feel worse, then it might not be worth you feeling the way that you're feeling and then going into that space um, and subjecting yourself to that. You know, it's, it's, that might be easier as opposed to bringing people down as opposed to who's going to lift me up <laughs> and I need to choose if you're there or not. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That was, that was such a, a great answer. Uh, uh, this is probably going to take you away from uh, what we're talking about a little bit, but, uh, you know, we all have, uh, issues and concerns as it comes to family members and friends and, and, and loved ones. How can we better support family members, friends to those with mental illness or, or, uh, problems, I, I like to say problems or issues during the holidays. The first thing that always comes to mind <laughs> is just let people be, you know, normalize that it's okay for if someone shows up and they're having a strong depressive symptoms or they're just really sad, let them be sad. Say it's okay to be sad. They say, what can I get you? Can I get you some food? Can I get you some water? Do you want to take a minute? Instead of saying, oh, just cheer up. Oh, it's a holiday. Oh, pick yourself up. Oh, do this. Because that's not realistic. That's not at all. The best thing that we can do is love people for where they're at and uplift them when they need to be uplifted. And that's all we should do. You know, I, I believe that that's a, a great answer because uh, a lot of times I always say, and you already know that, if you're not walking in another person's shoes or footsteps, you don't always know what's, what they're thinking or what's, their, what's on their mind. And uh, I believe that uh, we have to let them be who they are. And mm -hmm. we, we cannot be judgmental at that particular time because uh, we all need help. I mean, I know I, 
I need help. I know I, I'm just going by, uh, and I'm gonna take a station break in 30 seconds. Of the last month or so, and and my great producer Noah was always there for me. My wife is always there for me, but uh, sometimes we had to reach out and say, "Hey, uh, help me out." And uh, mm-hmm. and Noah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's all about you know it, you know sometimes we do need a little bit of that reflection, that alone time. Uh, but I, I've personally always been one that too much in your own head, too much by yourself is never a good thing. And that's where your close circle of friends, your family can really bring you through to the other side. James and I both have experienced loss in the last, you know, month, month and a half. And we've been there for each other. And it's been a source of strength for both of us. And that's what exactly what I'm talking about. A lot of times it requires friends, but you have to know who your friends are and your family members are who care. I tell you, we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and we're going to continue this great discussion with Des Carson. If you want to be part of this conversation, it's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet on amazon and wherever audio books are sold the jc cooley foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth young adults and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas it's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And I tell you, wow, we just started the holidays. and We just uh, finished uh, Thanksgiving. I would say the weekend, but uh, also the beginning of the holidays because... Noah, you know just as well as I do, man, for the next, I say, 37 days, it's going to be holiday-ish. And I don't, I don't even know if that's a word. Well, it, um, it might not be, but we just made it up because I agree with you. And, and you know what's funny? Is, is, as much as I would like to think otherwise because I try to not head into Christmas mode until December 1st, I like holidays being given the time to breathe. I mean, you got to shop and things are, you know, not easy to come by and the lines are long and you don't want to get left out. So in reality, I mean, holiday-ish season uh, started yesterday. And I believe that my wife is going to make me put that Christmas tree up in the next couple of days. And that's going to be so painful because once the tree go up, 
It's real. She gonna she gonna expect well, some presents well, to be under that thing. Well, you know? Bella wants the tree up too, so <laughs> you know we gotta we gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I tell you, uh, there's nothing more important than to have the Christmas spirit. But Noah, I'm gonna be honest with you. We have to get past the Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I'm not saying get past the Thanksgiving motive, but well, you we know what? And you're so right. Not to interrupt you, and and I want you to respond to this because, and this is honestly why when I say let the holidays breathe, and I mean it, and I hope my girlfriend's listening because I, you know, I've tried to explain it to her. It's not that I'm anti <laughs> Christmas. I love the Christmas spirit. But especially even after you're done with Thanksgiving and, you know, and you're dealing with the leftovers and maybe you're reflecting on the time you spent with family, you can still take that day after, maybe a couple of days after Thanksgiving to kind of reset mentally to remember what you should be thankful for in your life and how you can carry that on, that feeling on year round. Wow. Oh, man. You know what? I, I, I'm not, I might get in trouble on this one. Uh-oh. Uh, but uh, yesterday, uh, all of the leftovers that we did not eat the last three days had to go. Uh, I mean, it's like I don't even want to have any of this stuff anymore for the rest of the time. You have to be able to put that back and <laughs> and move forward. And uh, Michelle looking at me kind of strange, uh, but... Uh, we have to do that. Well, and again, it's not just it's not just the food. It, it's it's remembering, you know, whoever you gathered with on Thanksgiving, or maybe somebody that you missed, and taking that thought of you know what, uh, you know what they mean to you, what certain things mean to you, and and carrying that on throughout the holidays and past the holidays. You know, that's why I give it till December first, so you can really digest what Thanksgiving actually is. I think that's important. Yeah, we ate all the dressing. The dressing is completely gone, Noah. <laughs> I'm just focused on that pie. Let, let's let's be honest. Uh, okay, we still got a little pie, but you know what, Noah? I tell you, when I know it's all done, is uh, the cranberry sauce. Uh oh, I ate the last cranberry sauce yesterday. I'm taking uh, knowing you it was probably homemade and scrumptious. No, no, no. I don't make no homemade crump. I, I can't make cranberry <laughs> sauce. I ain't even gonna lie like that. Really? I uh, expected uh, different. Well, I ain't never tried it, but I, I you know, I tell you. <laughs> but you know what? Um, we got this wonderful guest, Desi Carson. Oh, well, let's get back to the you show. We're going to get back to the show, but uh, I know what, the third segment, you, you already know that's me and you for at least a minute or two. And we just got to And uh, But uh, I'll tell you, the holidays, mental health, family, uh, winding down, moving forward. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about mental health and the holidays. And we got this absolutely fantastic guest, Desi Carson. And uh, she's always wonderful. Hey, Desi, how you doing? How you doing? I know you're sitting back. You're looking pretty. I'm, I'm looking at you. Uh, and uh, always. Uh, but Desi, uh, Thank you. just uh, a question. How can we better support family members and friends uh, that or like experiencing holidays and then after the holidays, uh, I'm talking about the Thanksgiving holidays, they might not be in the mood to move forward to what we call the Christmas holidays and the up, upcoming holidays. What is some recommendation that you say, oh, we, we get rid of Thanksgiving and let's move forward? Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Well, I know we mentioned a little bit earlier about just letting people be who they are and also letting them be how they are. But on the other end, we can also suggest things that we know are helpful with self-care. Um, we can say, hey, I see that you're withdrawing a bit. Maybe we can take a minute. Or what I've started to do with like my family or I know some other folks have done is start negotiating holidays with their, with their people and say like, well, instead of saying four days, maybe I'll just say two days because I'm feeling kind of fatigued from all the all the holiday buzz and all the traveling and everything we have to do. And it doesn't mean that I love you any less. It just means that I just need a second. And you talk about making space between the holidays. 
that is okay. It is okay to say that. And it's also okay to offer that when you know someone might be struggling or big, small things like that at all. Give them time to get there. Give them a minute when they're there. Offer them a little extra mac and cheese, like whatever it is that they need. <laughs> there is no such thing as too much mac and cheese. So that's a, that is that is a brilliant answer. My niece would agree with me on that. And she's uh, she, she she's just a mac and cheese aficionado. Anyway, uh, how is gratitude related to mental health management? And, and again, that's why I think Desi that Thanksgiving and kind of reflecting on that before you go full Christmas is so important. Because you can really develop a, a, a healthy process where maybe even if Christmas is hard for you, maybe it becomes a little bit easier if you pass Thanksgiving with certain feelings of gratitude in your heart. Yes, exactly. So not just the feeling that gratitude gives you, but the practice of doing gratitude in itself is part of mindfulness. It's part of staying grounded. It's part of meditation. So these are all things that you've probably heard as buzzwords in the self-care community that everyone needs to do a little bit, you know, have a little gratitude journal or whatever. And that's part of taking yourself, um, taking care of yourself. And that's for good reason, because it, when you start to pay attention to being present in particular moments, time actually slows down a bit in your brain. And it gives yourself an opportunity to feed into that positive memory bank, which especially when you're navigating um, any sort of mental illness, you need that positive memory bank to make it. You know what I mean? You need that and <laughs> keep going, especially when things get dark and tough. You know, Desi, family conflict, it, it happens. You know, some families during the holiday season, I'm fortunate enough not to experience family conflict during the holiday season with my family, but there are families that do. Um how do we prepare for potential conflict within family members and, um, What's your recommendation? Yeah, this is a big one. I mean, everyone's probably seen videos of folks losing their minds at the holiday dinners or flipping tables. Um, my first suggestion is going with the exit strategy. If you know that there are particular people or situations that could trigger you into a feeling that you don't want to have, and that's not just sadness. That's like, this person could say something, and I'm going to like lose my head at them. <laughs> I mean, it could be anger. I'm have an exit strategy say, I'm going to take a walk or I can go to this particular room or I can go hang out with this pet because I know that this pet's going to be there. Um, another one is choose the hills that you want to die on. And that's a metaphor for just saying, like, pick your battle. Um, if you know that some folks are just going to say things out the side of their mouth, then go in knowing that that's just going to happen and choose whether you want to engage with that or not. Because sometimes those powerful weapon is, is not engaging and that's self-preservation. And say, you know what, maybe next year we'll get into this year. Um, and then again, have your positive memory bank and then have your positive support systems there with you. I, I've done it where I tell a particular person like, hey, if it gets tough, I'm coming to you. I need you. I need a hug from you. And that is actually a really rewarding community of care thing you can set up. You know, what's interesting is that, you know, some families, not all, but some, Sometimes um, a conversation comes up about an experience a person went through, which is negative, and it seems sometimes families may bring that up. So that, of course, can um, cause conflict within the holiday season. So, yes, yes. you do have to plan an exit strategy and um, that go-to person. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, that, that code word. <laughs> sometimes you have a code word with someone. Uh, 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 that it. Exit strategy, I tell you, uh, this is so informative that we got to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to continue, continue, continue this great conversation with the young doctor. It's always a pleasure to have on the show. If you want to be part of the conversation. That's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. We'll be back with more of the James Cooley Show. Is your life shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, you know, I tell you, this guest never seemed to amaze me because she always solid. Noah, you already know, she's always solid for a young mind. And what I mean by young mind is uh, is generational uh, that we have to have folks that's always thinking today and also about tomorrow and also about the next generation. And this young lady right here is so fantastic. She's no, so knowledgeable. And she always continued to educate us. Oh, most definitely. Um, she's just a joy to have. I mean, not only does she provide us with insight into a variety of topics, she is just such a joy. You can tell on her face. You can tell in her spirit. Honestly, me and Desi and James and Noah, we just have a great relationship. She is one of our, I mean, we ha- all our guests are special. She's just one of our one of our one of our most special guests. Uh, thank you, Desi. And Noah, you already know that. Uh, uh, you want to you want to ask her anything, man? This this young lady is so fantastic. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and something that I do a lot, and I know you do a lot, James. Uh, we're both very deep people, deep men. Uh, a lot of self reflection goes on. So, what I'd like to ask her is, how does self reflection play a role? in that decompression process that we've been talking about, I think it's pivotal. I think you, 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 you have mm-hmm. to, if you're going to make any progress in becoming healthier, especially when you're talking about the holidays. Yes, exactly. And first of all, <laughs> thanks for the words of affirmation and all the compliments before, before the question happened, because I was teasing the whole time. So thank you. Um, and when it comes to self-reflection, it's twofold. One you need to do self-reflection to be able to get the answers that are within you, that you figure yourself out, like you have said, Noah. But it's a, a component of that is also figure yourself out so other people can get you too. We are constantly disappointed by the way that other people interact with us. How often do we say, they don't understand me, they don't get me, they don't know me, da-da-da. Half the reason people will make you feel that way is because they don't have the blueprint to know you or navigate with you and you need to self-reflect and then communicate those things that you know about yourself to those people to give them the chance to show up in the best way for you. That's what's necessary. We can't just assume people are going to read our minds and figure out all our past traumas and then figure out how they're supposed to like help us with that. It doesn't come naturally to anyone. No one's going to know that, but we have to do that work ourselves first instead of being disappointed in what people don't know and therefore can't act on. Wow. 
So, Desi, how do you express gratitude during the holiday season? How does Desi Carson do that? Ooh, you know, um, I am a big words of affirmation person. That is my love language. So I love telling people how much I love them and thank them and care for them. And um, I'm also very physically affectionate because that's something during the holidays too, right? You don't always get a chance to, like my grandma would say, put your hands on people. I just want to put my hands on you. Let <laughs> <So>, me <laughs> <laughs> touch you while I do this and tell you that I'm thankful. Um, also, I think it's important with gratitude to point to literally like say everything that you're thinking. Cause sometimes we dilute our own gratitude for ourselves and for other people. But if I'm just like rolling off the cuff and I don't stop myself from saying all the things I'm noticing, how great you are. That is such a special, special feeling. And it makes people feel like you're not being restrained in your perception of them or your enjoyment of them. And that's a pretty amazing thing. Wow. You know, I, I'm going to have to ask you this question because, uh, it's just so, I, I you know, thought-provoking. Why does a mindful practice get amplified because of what you just said with grat- uh, gratitude? And why is it is so important that we understand and practice gratitude because sometimes we lose our way? We do. We do. And what you're referencing is like, we don't feel grounded because there are so many things that affect us on a day to day. If you think about the holidays, pressure, stress, gifts, uh, sunlight, all this stuff. But gratitude is one of those mindfulness practices that places you in this moment. So for example, I am here and I'm very grateful to be on the show with all of you and having this conversation. And my gratitude lets me appreciate this moment and stay here for, for how it is. And during the holidays, doing that, like I said, can slow time down and also helps you build better relationships with the people that you're around and lets them want a better relationship with you as well. Because what happens when you show gratitude to someone, they say, oh my gosh, thank you. And also, I love you too. And I think you're amazing too. And you get that right back. You know what? The way I show gratitude during the holiday season, before we were talking about, you know, holiday cards and... um it is so important, at least for me, to write a special message in a holiday card, you know, to let that person know exactly what they meant to me. It doesn't have to be a complete essay or take the front and back of the card, but just to, to know that you took the time to show this person how grateful you are that they are part of your lives. You know, I mean, it's just the little things. It's, it's, the presents mm-hmm. are good, but it's just the little things, the show of affection, the words of affirmation. I mean, what do you think about, you know, just writing special messages to people? Yeah, I think that special messages are beautiful. Like I, as a words of affirmation person, when I see that special message on the card, I am waterworks, tearing up in my feelings. Um, at the same time, it's not everyone's love language. So it can also be clarified, like, I'm writing this because this is the way that I show my gratitude. And, and I, I just want to show you from, from my place. And if, if a gift shows it better, then I will give you that too. But this is the best way I can communicate it to you right now. And that framing makes all the difference. So you're not missing the mark and missing translations when it comes to communication. No. No, you oh. said you had it for the rest of the segment. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. <laughs> no, no, no. I got it once you asked that question. <laughs> I already. I already had asked the question. Well, you know, I tell you, uh, Des, this been such a fantastic segment of show. What are some of the takeaways you want to leave our listener audience with regarding uh, this topic, mental health in the holidays? Uh, can 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 you? Uh, can you tell us, uh, give us some tidbits that you want to leave our listener on this with? Some tidbits to put on the shirt. You know, it, it reminds me of when <laughs> I do my coaching. You know, I'm, I do my coaching. I'm trying to give tidbits for people at the end. You know, it's one of those things where meet people where they're at, let people be who they are, but also let them be how they are. Don't ask them to change how they are. Um, express gratitude. Take moments of self-reflection during the holidays. Um, sharing that gratitude with others. Also, give yourself grace and give other people grace. Give yourself patience and give other people patience. 
if you need a minute, if you need to take space, unapologetically go do that and then come back into the space when you're ready and let people do that. Love them first instead of judging them first. Wow. You know, I tell you, young doctor, mm-hmm. we always got room for you on the shelf. And I'm I always hope ready. You, <laughs> and we're hoping that, that, that you decide to come back real soon uh, because uh, uh, the information that you put out is so gratifying and it's so educational. But we also want to talk about uh, generations. And so the next show that we own, we want to talk about not just uh, the young generation, but we want to talk about generations in the past and we want to talk about generations going forward on how we can all learn from each other. And uh, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show tonight. Of course. Looking forward to having you on again, uh, real soon. I'd like to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley, and also my great producer, Noah Dingley, uh, for always being here and making sure that we got great shows. Uh, most importantly, our listening audience, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to us every night on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. We're going to continue to bring these great messages to you all. We're always looking for sponsors to make sure that we get great guests like Desi Carson here and that we can continue to bring great messages to you because it's all about it's your life. That's what it's all about, and we want to continue to be able to do this. I tell you, I'm hoping that everybody start enjoying your holidays. Right now, Thanksgiving is over, Christmas holidays and other holidays are uh, uh, in front of us. So I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful uh, holidays. And I tell you, we're looking forward to having you on the show tomorrow. It's your life. I'm James Cook. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.